Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Durawal people. everyone welcome to drag me out official this is episode 14 we actually have only one episode left and then a christmas special yeah oh we have episode 15 and then episode 16 yeah yes right i was gonna go yeah i don't remember having this conversation (laughs) (laughs) yes we decided 15 episodes then we're going to take a break but we'll do a christmas special that'll come out around christmas we've had to double film this is why we're wearing the same clothes we just don't wear the same clothes all the time yeah but it turns out that i have like 500 black t-shirts now that's true i could have changed my t-shirt but i was like eh, whatever so oh we didn't i'm Haley, <laughs> <laughs> and i'm uh, uh, i'm cast <laughs> are you apparently welcome to drag me out Official. Officially. Mm-hmm. So how's, how's your week? <laughs> take two. Well, I want to take it back to the 80s night that we had. So mm-hmm. a couple of episodes, I had an 80s night. Uh, well, mm-hmm. not Sorry, not an 80s night. We had a decades night. We chose the 80s. Our table chose the 80s. Right. But when I first arrived there, I want to give props to one of the ladies because she walked up to me and she already had a little espresso martini in her hand. She's like, are you drinking? And I'm like, oh, look, I'm not. And I went to sort of explain and she's like, you know what? Stop. It's none of my business. If you don't want to drink, I don't need to, you know, none of my business. And I was like, it wasn't in a a rude way. Like wasn't in a, no, I don't want to hear it. It was just, it was props to her because she was like, you know what? That's, that's none of my business. If you don't want to drink, you don't want to drink. So you do you. You do you. And I did me. And as I said, it took two drinks and I was doing everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't everybody's mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's love nothing, her. nothing else happened, obviously, because we're double filming. So mm-hmm. it didn't really do anything new mm-hmm. since the, the last hour that we spoke about it. Mm-hmm. Because Cass is actually traveling overseas. She has to change her money to um to Tasmanian travel. dollars. Yeah, Tasmanian yeah. dollars. Tasmanian dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coconuts. Yeah. Overseas. Mm-hmm. It uh, is overseas. I actually said that to somebody today. Is that I'm traveling overseas. I'm going overseas. Yeah. Going to yeah. Tasmania. Yeah. Uh, we're going for uh our wedding anniversary. Uh, our nine-year uh, wedding anniversary, 14 years together, all falls on the same day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have booked a seaplane joy flight over Hobart, which I'm terrified at and excited about all at the same time. If you uh, die, do I keep doing the podcast? Yeah, if you want. Okay. But here's my theory, okay? Mm-hmm. Normally, because I don't fly very well at all, but... Uh, and normally I would be absolutely petrified. However, I got a theory. Okay. We're going on a seaplane. Most planes crash in either mountains or into the ocean. It's a seaplane. It's designed to land on water. And we're not going 35,000 feet in the air. We're doing a joy float over Hobart. 
So I feel comforted in the fact that the aircraft that we are going to be on is self-prepared for water landings. I'm going with that. Don't try and change my mind. Otherwise, I won't step foot in that plane. (laughs) I remember flying to the Grand Canyon Mm -hmm. uh, over to, you're from Vegas to the Grand Canyon because it was much better than a two-hour bus ride or however long it takes. We've done the drive. It's three hours. We've done the drive to the closest rim. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like 20 minutes in a plane, but I believe this plane was held together with duct tape. Like I felt there was duct tape flapping off the wings. I was terrified the entire time. And then I'm even more terrified of helicopters, but I'm really glad that I went. I think we, did we go down in a helicopter? Yeah, I think we went down in a helicopter and then across in the in the, in the the river with, in a boat. And it was like Colorado. I don't know. It was like 50 degrees. It was so fucking hot. I've never been that hot in my life. And then we did the helicopter out, which was very nice with some very nice homosexual Canadian men. So they made me more comforted. Nice. Uh, We're we're also doing an overnighter. We're actually going to drive up to Launceston Mm -hmm. and we're going to do an overnighter there and have a little bit of a look around and then slowly make our way back. And we didn't go last time because we decided while we were there last time that we were going to come back. So we left Port Arthur off, um, but we're going to do Port Arthur the next time when we go down there this time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think we're just going to play the rest of it by year. Like we have some plans, but not, not we're not planning the whole time because we just kind of like to drive and explore as well. Yeah. So really looking forward to that because – we're going on a aeroplane down there and we're going to be in business class. Yeah. Fancy. When did you get so bougie? Uh, when we couldn't go to Japan and we had to use our Virgin Airline credits. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, well, at the time, they're finally starting to introduce overseas flights and we didn't want to go to Bali and Fiji and that's all Virgin we're flying to overseas right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were holding off for New Zealand, but it was taking forever and there was actually an expiry date on the credits. And uh, so we just went, well, we want to go back down to Tasmania. And we had nearly $1,500 in flight credits for this, the Japan trip that didn't eventuate because of COVID. And so we were just like, well, do we want to just, do we want to just live it up a little bit? Let's do that. And Mm. it turned out it wasn't actually all that expensive. Have you done a weigh-in lately i have and how's it going i'm losing mm-hmm. i am losing uh but the last time we did a a, a weight check-in uh I, since then i haven't lost a lot but i'm really my clothes are starting to get really big again um 122.6 six I think 122 six or seven yeah um so I've probably only been losing about 300 grams a week which isn't a lot but at the same time it's a loss of course um and we've we have said in the past it's not really about the scales it's about how you feel and it's about your clothing and so I'll tell you this so um you know how my big thing was a pair of Levi jeans and I got that Mm -hmm. Um, and they're starting to get a little bit loose now, which is great. 
So I thought, oh, we're going away. And I, I know I have jeans, but I thought I'll buy another pair of Levi's. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I buy a new pair of Levi's. I get them delivered. I buy them two sizes smaller than the last one I had. I put them on and they're big. Good problem to have, right? Great problem to have. Expensive S- problem to have. Expensive problem <laughs> to have. Similar to my problem at the moment because mm. my work uniform is issued and I just mm. look like a homeless person. I just look like I stole clothes off somebody to pretend that I work where I work. And mm-hmm. they're all super large. None of them fit me anymore. It's I'm not I'm not whinging about it. I would like my new uniform to arrive. I'm still waiting for that. But I've had more than say three or four people that haven't seen me in quite some time being like, shit, how much weight have you lost? I'm like, shit, that's a rude question to ask someone. No, I'm not, I'm not really. I'm like, oh, you know, that's what I paid my money for. My grandmother, who is 90, she turns 90 uh, the start of December. Mm-hmm. And I saw her the other day. <laughs> and I don't know if she just, like, I swear I've told her that I had the surgery. I'm unsure if she's aware of what surgery I had because the memory is mm. a bit spotty. Mm-hmm. And every time I see her, <laughs> every time I see her, she's like, you back to your normal weight now? I'm like, no, not yet. I'll pro- probably need another like 20 kilos to be like where I want to be. And then she, when I left, my mum actually went down and grandma goes, how much weight has Haley lost? And then looks mum looks up and down. <laughs> like, when are you going to lose some weight? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've had a few people being like, oh, you've like lost a lot of weight. And I actually, I went to find, I've got like a skinny box because everyone's got that little skinny box where they used to fit into clothes. And... I went to put on jeans because I was trying to, uh, they were, they were, they were jorts. They were jean shorts. And because I've been wearing shorts lately, new thing for me. Mm. I don't really wear shorts. And they were at least three sizes too big for me and they were on my skinny pile. So they're brand new, had tags on them because they didn't fit me. They were too Mm -hmm. small and now I don't fit into them. So I missed the window of where I could wear them. But I found other jeans that were a bit, a bit taut, a bit taut, but I was happy that they, yeah, it won't take long. So yeah, that's my problem at the moment is now my skinny box. I have to throw that out because I don't fit into those. Mm-hmm. First world problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, cause we didn't get to it last week because, well, an hour ago, because my pancreas was bursting so hard. It actually made your pancreas burst. You can mm-hmm. go first with this week's. Oh, I wrote them down. Oh, yes. I did. <laughs> I, I did. I really did. Um, uh, which one is it? Ah, oh, oh, that's right. I forgot. Okay. So you get in your car and mm-hmm. you see that you need petrol. Mm-hmm. Gas for Americans. So you go to the servo and you put, you're waiting, you go to the server and there's quite a few cars waiting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're, you're waiting or you're the next one before the other cars move to go in. And you see the person finish up putting the petrol in the car 
going into the service station to pay, but then they decided they want to do fucking shopping and take forever. It happened to me. And I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of it at all. Because Okay. So this is what happens. Like nine times out of 10, people who are putting petrol in their car are usually going to work, are usually going to work. Mm-hmm. Right. So sometimes you're in a hurry and you just want to get stuff done. Old mate decides that he wants to put the picture. This fucking, I, I almost opened the window and abused the guy. It was one of those small service stations where there's just the one Bowser. Mm-hmm. So there's like two Bowsers, but like one, only one car can go in at a time. So he finishes putting the petrol in his car. Uh, he walks off. I noticed that he didn't lock, and maybe it was self-locking. I don't know. Did you know that you can pay a fine if the police turn up and your car is unlocked? Correct. Yeah. Yes. And it's quite substantial in this mm-hmm. state in particular. It's like 50 bucks in Western Australia, and it's like a lot of money here, like over $2,000. Inflation. Go on. Well, we've got to pay for the potato shortage. Mm-hmm. So he goes in and I'm like, okay, well, he's going to pay. And I could see that because you know how you're looking and you can see whether or not there's a lineup to pay the person behind yeah. the counter and there was no one there, right? And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, I look down at my clock and I went, oh, I've got plenty of time because I'm ultra early for work anyway. But I was like, oh, everything's fine. And then I looked down again and it was two minutes later and he still was nowhere near the counter. And I went, what's he doing? And then I saw, and he was at the fucking coffee machine making his coffee. And so I went, oh, for fuck's sake, this is just ridiculous. Are you for real? And so I put my head down again and I looked at the clock again and it was five minutes after and he still hadn't come out to the car. And um, I, I'm at the point, the hand is hovering over the horn. I don't know why, but it was hovering over the horn for me to go, fucking hurry up. <laughs> and so he walks out. Not only does he have his coffee, he's got one of the pastries or the donuts that you get. And he's got like a bag of chips. He's got the, he's got a whole bunch of, he's like, his arms are fully loaded with stuff and the coffee's hanging. And I'm just like sitting there going, why couldn't he move his car forward? Why couldn't he get in his car and move it to the free parking that's in front so I could move down? I had to wait seven minutes. I don't know. I don't hurry up. I don't know if they're allowed to. I don't, I've never worked. I, I do it. Are you allowed to move it once you? As long as you don't drive off. Obviously, but I, I didn't know that you were allowed yeah, to Yeah, because the next person can't fill the Bowser. It can't use the Bowser to fill the car until that transaction's completed. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Right. So, yeah, I, I've done it, especially when you can see that there's quite a lineup. I go, well, I'm done now, and I actually want to go in and grab a couple of things. Mm. And so I, I, I drive forward to where the car parking spaces are. I get out, and I go, oh, number three. Mm-hmm. And they go, okay. but. I, it, it didn't bother me. So what it was, was he could have moved his car forward and it wouldn't have bothered me that I couldn't access the petrol until his transaction was completed. At least I was there. 
Mm-hmm. And I know it's stu- it sounds stupid, but like service station prices for food and shit are exorbitant as it is, and you want to do your weekly grocery shop there, please. <laughs> Come on. It wasn't worried about inflation. <laughs> no, no, not the suburb that I live in. No, no. it wasn't giving two shits about inflation. And I'm just like, it just, it, it really gets to me because I feel under pressure when I go, I, I, I do the petrol thing and there's no one behind. And then as I'm about to finish up and walk in, I see a car waiting behind and I feel this enormous amount of pressure to get it done. But sometimes you do have to get, grab a couple of things. And I fully understand that. Uh, but sometimes like when you go and there's no one behind you and you start to walk out and somebody pulls up, you're like, I, I feel this huge, it's like, it's worse than doing a final exam of the year or anything like that, this pressure, because I don't know why everybody else can do it. And I can't like, they turn the car on and they drive off. And I'm like, I put the car in, I put my stuff down. I put the key in, I turn the ignition on, I put my seatbelt on. I do, I'm doing all of this. And I'm like, I feel like I'm taking more time than anybody else. I feel like, you know, when you go through a Macca's drive-thru, right? And you're waiting there for a while because they're at the counter and they're waiting to get their staff and you're sitting there waiting and then they finally get their food and everything and they take off and you take, you, you go up to the front and you've had to wait for them to get their food. And then the person from, from the, um, from Macca's goes like this, oh, do you mind parking in the thing? And I'm like, no. Do you think you made me wait while this person waited for their food and there was no one in there, but you want me to move? No. Wait, how many times have you said no to that? Quite a few. (laughs) See, I I I don't, I always talk about it, like having the balls to do it, but I never say, okay, yeah, okay. I've done it. No, I've done it. And my wife hates it because she has like this, you know, you know, you've pissed off the person who's going to spit in your food. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's my worry. But, uh, no, I've um there there have been a couple of times where we've we've been sitting there this pre surgery obviously, and um the car in front have got like their three kids in the back, wifey in the seat. They've ordered about seven hundred thousand dollars worth of McDonald's, and instead of getting them to go, which they probably should be the ones going to the the waiting bay, mm-hmm. they're sitting there waiting for the food, and they, it's coming out in droves. But they're still having to wait because you know the fries need to be cooked or whatever. And you're sitting there, and it's like five, six, seven, eight, nine minutes go past, and you just want your Big Mac meal, which doesn't take very long. And then they go, oh, um, we actually have to wait. Can you park in the waiting bay? And I go, no. And the first time I did it, this guy just looked at me like, what? And I went, no. Do you want to know why? And he went, why? And I said, because I had to wait X amount. I can't remember what it was. I had to wait X amount of minutes for the car in front to get their order. I, can, I know that my order is less than theirs and you want me to wait in the waiting bay. Why? Why didn't you get them to wait in the waiting bay? Why does it have to be my car? The only reason that they want you to wait in the waiting bay is so that their waiting times stop. Mm. Yeah, That's well, it. I don't care. No, I, I don't. Care. And I've done it. A, no. I've done it a couple of times. This poor girl, you'd swear blind. I told her that she was going to be ending her life that day. When she says to me, she says, do you mind waiting in the waiting bay? I went, yeah, actually, I do mind waiting. I'll wait here. It's called fast food. <laughs> and you know what? You know, you know what my, my reasoning was? When she said, she went, oh, but I need you to wait in the waiting bay. And I said, no, I'll be waiting here. She goes, why? And I said, because I want to watch you put my food in the bag. 
I want to make sure everything's in there. I always do the check before I go, but sometimes you don't, and they always fucking forget stuff. Mm. Um, and I've actually done the loop. <laughs> where I've usually t- on the road. Yeah, but I sometimes I take it and go, oh, I better check it before I leave the car park. And I check it and I go, fuck, they forgot this. And I go straight back in and I go, um, I know that you remember my car because I actually know that they record the car numbers and everything so they know exactly which order has to go to which car. Mm-hmm. And I go, um, I was actually in here six minutes ago and you forgot this and this and this and I'll happily sit here and wait. But when I said to the girl, when she goes, oh, do you mind waiting in the waiting bay? And I went, actually, yeah, I do. She went, what? I went, yeah, I do. And she went, why? And I said, because I actually want to watch you put my order in the bag to make sure that you got it right because this is never good for me, this one, this Maccas in particular. And there have been a couple of times when you ask for a burger and um, I don't really eat bacon very often because it actually makes me sick and my wife definitely doesn't eat it. And, so, you know, when you get a chicken burger and they put bacon on it, and you go, um, can I have it without the bacon? I want this specific burger without the bacon. Please make sure you do not put the bacon in there. Don't put it in there. And then they put it in there and I've done the drive around. And I said to them, um, I asked you not to put bacon in here. And they go, oh, yeah, you can just take the bacon off. And I go, what if it's my religious belief? Hmm. I said, for me, it's actually technically an allergy because it, bacon and ham can make me ill. Mm-hmm. What about what, like, you can't just tell me to take the bacon off. And it was this McDonald's in particular where I said, no, I actually want to watch this whole process happen. Yeah. And my wife went, well, why don't you just get out of the car and go to the counter? I mean, because that's not the purpose. They should be doing it right, but they're not. But anyway, we're going back to the servo. So old mate fucking comes in with, comes out with his arms full of shit. And takes forever. And then this is the part that really got to me. Could see that it was the same car because he did acknowledge me when he was putting the petrol in. Could see that I was still sitting there. Knew he took a great amount of time. And then what he proceeded to do was put things in their place. Not just dump it and not just dump it and move away. Put things in their place. Like he put whatever he needed to put in the boot. The coffee went on top of the car. He put whatever he needed to put in the boot. He opened up the back door and obviously put something in his bag, closed that, then remembered to take the coffee off the thing, then got into the car. Then the lights went on in the back. So, you know, he's put his foot on the brake and the ignition and all of that other stuff. And then I saw the seatbelt go on. And then instead of taking off, thinking to himself, oh, there's someone behind me and they've been waiting for quite a while, answered his fucking phone. Which you're not supposed to do at a petrol station. Right. Guess what Cass did after that? Horn. (laughs) (laughs) I was, fuck you. (laughs) And then as soon as I did that, he must have realized. And then, you know, the the parking brake lights went off and he took off. And I was like, are you serious? And I got out and I was putting the petrol in and there was a lady in the Bowser next to me and she went, I was wondering how long it was going to take. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do your weekly grocery shop at your local Shell or BP service station. A, they charge through the arse and B, it's an inconvenience to me. 
just don't do it. If you're going to go and get a coffee and a chocolate or a packet of smokes or whatever, that's fine. But the, the guy was walking up and down the aisles and they, I knew he was looking and I bet he was going that fucking dirty lesbian in that fucking car. She can wait for me. Cause I'm a homophobic asshole. <laughs> fucking. Don't take so long at the survey people. Otherwise you'll get my horn. <laughs> And if I think I can take you in a car park, I'll actually <laughs> put the window down and yell at you. But this guy was like six foot 21 <laughs> and weighed about 200 kilos. I was like, I had no chance. <laughs> I have to get the crowbar out of the back of the car for when you change your tire and kneecap him or something. So, <laughs> so, so what burst your pancreas this week? Hales? So I actually found like 14 things and wrote them all down, but I had to pick one. So my my friend, shout out to Sally, she listens. Hiya. Hiya. She works as a speed camera operator. So the car. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. Listen, listen, listen. So... Shout out, Sally. I didn't, I didn't mean that. I, it's PTSD talking. <laughs> Here's my thing that annoys me she she doesn't annoy me it's a job look at the end of the day if that keeps your lights on that keeps your lights on parking compliance officers we're gonna have another fucking issue fuck you brown bombers yeah anyway so she tells me all the horror stories like people you know particularly trucks like drive really close to her or they slow down and they beep and she's just like she's just a very happy-go-lucky hello like she'll just wave to you like she's waving at the queen like she doesn't she doesn't care she gets abused a lot mm-hmm. and particularly there's a, there's a few TikTokers that film their abuse of these mm-hmm. speed camera operators. Yeah. Um, there was the rule that they had to take away. Well, they didn't have to take away, but they didn't have to have the signs up anymore. Like yep. I, I don't, I don't know. They're trying to bring them back. I think that mm-hmm. like they have to have their signs up anyway. So there's one, there's two particular individuals one is under the age of 18 and the other one's a bit older who actually works where I work but I don't know him personally right and he on his TikTok is going up to these cars and like not verbally assaulting but like basically just stalking them I guess is the word and which really annoys me because it it's not it's it's just a job like don't speak ultimately these people are saving your life mate yeah so don't first of all don't speed and you won't get done by them like they have a 10% leeway so if you go 56 in a 50 zone you're going to get done that's in new south wales in victoria they don't have the leeway Say all these workers walk off the job and go, nah, it's a shit job. I don't want to do it. I don't want to be a speed camera operator anymore. And no one wants to be a speed camera operator anymore. What they will do will invest that money back into the police force and they'll be doing it again, Mm. which they always do it anyway. There's always going to be people who speed and there's always going to be people who try to catch them speeding. It's what If we didn't have fines in our economy, our economy would fucking crumble. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Like it is a revenue raising business, but there's a reason for it. If everyone stopped speeding, we'd probably be fucked, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's where our money comes from to pay for shit. Absolutely. So 
will burst my pancreas is stop harassing these people. Like it's, it's keeping the lights on at home. She was in a horrible job before, but now she's, you know, it's an all right job from what she tells me, but it's just a job. Like leave them alone. It's not their fault. Go to the New South Wales government. That's who's running Mm. them. But as I said, ultimately they're saving your life. Mm -hmm. If they're not there and you you keep going at the speed rate that you're going at, that's how accidents happen. At least if you're slowing down for the camera, you're slowing down. Yeah. Like I've got done, I think I've got done twice. Once I was coming down a hill and my, um, because I had. um, They should never do them at the bottom of hills. It wasn't at the bottom. It was in the middle. And it was, it's a very. Still shouldn't do it. It's a very dangerous area. Um, yeah, but they shouldn't be doing it on a hill because speed happens on hills. Correct. However, my, um, what is it called? Uh, cruise control hadn't mm-hmm. kicked in. Doesn't kick right. in till like 80 and I, it was in a 70 zone. So I think I right. got, it got me done at like 77 or something, which irritating because I was actually doing the speed limit because I know that there's speed cameras that sits there all the time. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I I got done. So, you know, whatever. I paid my $110 or whatever it was and moved on from it. And there's always one that sits just outside my street actually, but I can't get fast enough to get done by it because I'm turning out of my street. And always there's people on the Facebook sites going, oh, speed camera operator on this. He must live around here actually. But anyway, the point is leave him alone. Leave him alone. Parking officers, on the other hand, I do not like you. Brown bombers can fuck off. Get a better job. That's a mm-hmm. shit job. Mm-hmm. But I used to work on the buses, right? Mm-hmm. And we would have the depot car. So there's a car assigned to every depot so inspectors can go out and whatnot. And with the depot car, you can park anywhere. You can park in bus stops because it's a buses car, right? Yeah. And there was one brown bomber in particular. The reason why they're called brown bombers is because their uniform used to be brown and they fucking come out of nowhere and attack. And so what he did, what, what he used to do was, so a decal had to go on to, otherwise it was just a white car. A, de- a decal had to go on. And because this car in particular had only one decal on the roadside and it didn't have it on the other side, took a photo and got the fine and I had to pay for the fine. And he was doing it quite a lot because he knew that we would just park in the bus stop and duck into a shop or whatever it was. And he knew that it always happened around the same time. And it was obviously different people, Mm. but it would always happen around the same time because someone would go and get the milk Mm -hmm. for the depot. And he was like every single day. And we were like, we would fight it with the government uh, and and we're going. We shouldn't have to fight this. It's it's literally a bus's depot car, and it's getting fined every day. And then what happened was they ended up. This guy ended up getting into some serious trouble because it was about you're not actually supposed to target. You're supposed to have designated areas to go to for the day, and he wasn't going to the area. He kept going back to this one place in particular, so he was actually targeting. Because they have they have a quota, don't they? Yeah. And same with the white walkers, the ticket inspectors. Mm-hmm. We call them white walkers because they all wear white shirts and walk in a uniform way, which I'm all for the ticket inspectors. That's you should if you want to travel on public transport, I'm sorry, but you'll you need a ticket. 
Yeah. On the buses, they were called Kellys, as in Ned Kelly. Because they they they'd come and rob you. <laughs> they give you a fine, so they'd come and you rob already, you and they'd take off. Yeah. You already can't afford the three dollars, and then they give you a two hundred dollar fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were called Kellys. Yeah, yeah. Not as not as uh, passionate as our previous one. However, parking inspectors, you can go eat a dick. <laughs> For <but> sure. <laughs> leave leave the speed camera operators alone. It's not okay that you harass people. Go and harass the government. That's who pays them. Movie review. Okay. I'm going to go first to this one. Cool. So I already wasn't thrilled that I had to watch this. I also went in with no knowledge. Didn't know what it was Mm -hmm. about. All I know is there was apparently roller skates involved and the song Xanadu, which everybody knows the song. Actually, a very successful soundtrack. Okay, not gonna lie. Fast forwarded most of the singing and dancing. I was like, no, nah, skip this shit. It started off weird. This guy just wears skates everywhere, but then he took them off. And I'm like, was he wearing shoes? Like, or is he just walking around in bare feet? It was very confusing. I don't know. The first part where he goes to the warehouse, probably socks. That's disgusting. You're in a warehouse. It's abandoned. Anyway. It's 1980. What are you going to do? So the premise of it is he's an artist and real estate developer or some shit like that. And he meets Olivia who's skating around like a loony bin most of the time. And she inspires him to. She's a muse. I'm getting getting to the the ridiculous part of the movie. (laughs) Gay. So finds her in an abandoned warehouse she's skating around like she's a psychopath and then he's like she's like you should you know do something with this this is a great opportunity and he's like yes I will and then he goes to some dude and he's like yeah let's do this together and they're like okay so they open up this stupid fucking roller disco fucking waste of space did you just call Gene Kelly some dude look I don't know the Gene Kelly he was tap dancing with Olivia Newton John. It was very weird. Oh, then, don't then, oh, don't rag on that. That's my favorite part of the movie. Whenever look, you're away from me. Okay, I fast forwarded that. And wherever then, you go. You're ruining my movie you're review. Never far away from me. Don't ever also, call Gene Kelly some dude. Also giving me okay. PTSD. And so Oh, he sees her everywhere. Like she's on like paintings and photography and he's like, why am I seeing her everywhere? And then they fall in love in a space of about three days. And then you find out she's a muse. She's one of Zeus's daughters, eight, eight or seven daughters, one of the two. And that she's magic. And then she proves that she's magic by doing stupid shit. Honestly, I don't think we can be friends anymore. I would watch Sharknado and all six movies of Sharknado before I will ever, ever you have, watch you that have again. Just let, you have just let down about 300,000 queens of I the don't world. care. I'm going to rethink our friendship in the next two weeks and reevaluate and I'll let you know if we can remain friends. <laughs> don't um, need to be friends to do the podcast. It's fine. <laughs> but my review is short and sweet. Five uh-huh. roast chickens all uh-huh. the fucking way down the bottom of that scale. Never again. Will I ever watch that? I even fast forwarded the last bit. I was like, this is just shit. 
So are you saying it's a Zena don't? I'm saying it's a Zena <laughs> kill myself. I'm going to take a Xanax actually after that. Excuse me. I will I, allow me to educate you on some things. A, it's probably one of the most successful soundtracks going around. B, it wasn't actually supposed to have the cast in it that it was. They were literally just going to make a sci-fi roller skating movie. And then all of a sudden, like Olivia Newton-John said yes, Gene Kelly said yes, and they were like, oh, well, we're just going to have to do it now. Don't knock Santa, dude. No, nah, knocking it, knocking it oh. all the way down to the bottom of the roast chicken scale. Well, look, you gave it five roast chickens. It's better than my 537 for I Am Legend. <laughs> <laughs> if if you, you don't like it, that's fine. It's not fine. Drag queens are going to come after you and I'm going to let them. Yeah, we've had work. And I've been singing that for like the last week. So thanks for that. You have to believe we are magic. Oh, and it's got some great songs in it. Nah, fast forward all of them, that was shit. Next. Don't ever want to speak about Xanadu again. Next. I made you watch old school and I cannot remember this movie for the life of me. So please. Uh, Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. uh, Luke Wilson, the one with yes. the good nose, Luke yes. Wilson and Vince Fawn. Yes. yes and the chick from Grey's Anatomy is in it as well. The main one? Ellen, Ellen Pompeo. Oh, okay. Is she grey? Yeah. So movie is so Owen Wilson is a Luke lawyer. Wilson. Luke Wilson, sorry. <laughs> Luke Wilson is a lawyer who I, I kept saying I kept saying, don't say Owen, don't say Owen. <laughs> Luke Wilson is a lawyer who uh he comes back from an um interstate trip or whatever it is, finds out that his girlfriend is some freaky deaky gangbanger type chick. And they break up and he has to find a new place to live. And he finds a place that's on a university college campus. And they decide Vince Vaughn and Will Ferrell. Uh, there's the wedding where Vince Vaughn was basically saying to him as the bride's walking up the aisle to Will Ferrell, like, don't marry her. And then uh, so they decide to hold a party at the house. Um for Luke Wilson's character to kind of like welcome him, welcome him back to singlehood and they're trying to relive their college days. And Jeremy Piven, another victim of cancel culture, not victim, he fucking deserved it. He plays the dean of the college and basically says you can't live here and they decide to make their own fraternity and uh, because they can, and he's going, well, you need to prove that you've got school spirit and athletic stuff and all of this. And, and it just reminded me, it was 2002. Okay. Maybe, maybe 2003, 2004, but it was around that time. It reminded me of the sex romp comedy teenage bullshit movies from the 80s like Porky's and all of that, mm-hmm. which, you know, were highly successful for their time. It, it was just a really bad interpretation of those. It wasn't funny. 
there were a couple of times where the homophobic F word slur was put in there, which really did not please me considering it was 2002. Like people were a little bit more up to date by then. Mm. Vince Fawn wasn't funny. Luke Wilson is never funny in anything he's in. Will Ferrell wasn't funny. It was a bullshit movie. Uh, Jeremy Piven wasn't funny. Uh, Nothing was funny. It was a very stupid movie. There is no way that this is a cult classic. I never said I was giving you cult classics. That's what we do, though. No, because you've seen all the cult classics, so I can't. I just have to give you movies that I. Well, it was it was shit. It was a shit movie. It is getting twenty seven roast chickens because it just was not funny. There were homophobic slurs in there. Um, I got a decent sense of humor and I can put up with a decent homophobic sir, but that it, it, it just, it wasn't, it was no, it was no good. It was stupid. It was, it wasn't crass because there were no sex in it or anything like that, but it was crass at the same time. Mm. <clears throat> um, I was not entertained by it. I actually, I paused it twice to go out for a cigarette. Cause I was just like, I, I can't with this movie. And I can sit through, like, I've sat through quite a lot and still to this day we'll watch some of those 80 fucking movies, not Porky's, but some of those 80 type movies. I'll, I'll sit through them because there's something slightly entertaining about them. There was nothing entertaining about this. This was a complete paycheck movie. All three of those guys went into that movie for the paycheck. Okay. Didn't like it. Did not like it at all. I'm, I'm it had, It's just... It was stupid. Like, why are people? American Pie was better. I love American Pie. That says something, right? American Pie was better than this drivel. There is no. I am imagining that this thing closed in the cinema about two weeks after it opened. I don't think it went to cinema, to be honest. (laughs) It was stupid. It was not funny. I got put on the spot. The only problem was, the only thing was that Leah Remini was in it mm-hmm. and I love Leah Remini mm-hmm. and usually she's funny. They didn't give her enough of a part in this and they didn't give her enough of a part. Yeah. Because she's pretty great in just about everything she's in. But in this one I went, oh, Leah Remini's in it. This might actually turn out, oh, she's gone. <laughs> oh, she's gone. It was it was over and done with that quickly. So no, 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 no. So twenty seven roast chickens. Mm. Yeah, it would have been five, but there was the homophobic slur. <laughs> so what yeah. have you got for me for <laughs> our last movie before the Christmas movies? I had a toss-up again, mm-hmm. but I actually was given a recommendation. So I'm going with the recommendation that was given to me by Mandy Bear. Love you, Mandy Bear. Um, but I was going to give it to you at some point anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Disney+. Plus. It's called The Adventures in Babysitting. I think that's what it's called, The Adventures in Babysitting, A Night on the Town. It's It's... It's got it's one of those um, American type movies where it's got the American uh, title and the international title. Okay. So it's either called A Night on the Town or The Adventures of in Babysitting. Okay. I don't think I've seen that. Okay, it's from like 1987. Okay. Yeah. Mine for you 
which I don't know if you've seen this one, is Rampage. Never seen it. Never even heard of it. (laughs) Doesn't have Kevin Hart in it. It's just got the rock. No, it doesn't have Kevin Hart in it, but God, (laughs) the rock is in everything. I love him. He's my favorite. (laughs) Rampage? Rampage. You're going to hate it. It's just like, did she see this? Okay. This movie, Mm. I probably just watched it on repeat for the whole year it came out. I loved it. (laughs) But you're going to hate it. Fine. Rampage it is. Rampage. It's on Netflix. All right. So we're on to Snatchy Snatch Game, Season 2, Ripple Drag Crash. Yeah. So the difference, what I noticed is the difference in filming. It still had the she-male, which they don't do anymore mm-hmm. because of reasons. Um, so obviously this was a season and, I'll, well, I only wrote who was there when they did Snatch Games. So it was Raven, Sonique, mm-hmm. Tatiana, Pandora Box, Tara Sanchez, Morgan McMichaels, Jujubi, Sahara Davenport, and Jessica Wiles. Raven was Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. Sonique was Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Tatiana was Brittany. Mm-hmm. Pandora Box was Carol Channing. Yeah. Ray Tara Sanchez was Beyonce, Beyonce Sasha Fierce. Mm-hmm. Morgan McMichaels was Pink. Jujubi was Kimora Lee. Sahara Davenport mm-hmm. was Whitney Houston. And Jessica Wilde was RuPaul. Only only three of those managed to pull it off. Yeah. Paris Hilton was actually quite funny. Like Raven was actually quite funny, but I don't think it read well. And oh my God, if Tara Sanchez, I forgot how dramatic she was. Like you can't be making fun of these celebrities. And then when when she's speaking about how how, uh, Beyonce fell over Mm -hmm. and Morgan McMichaels, but it was funny. She's like, yeah, no, it wasn't, but she's like, but it was funny. Yeah. But don't forget so Tyra Sanchez was like, I'm going to take my show to Vegas. Was that her? No, that was no. season six. That was um, the other one that uh, Bianca um, started to become friends with. She was the one who was, who was going to be, who was like, uh, don't pick on Beyonce or whatever it is. I'm gonna take my I'm I'm gonna take my drag to Vegas and do Beyonce and drag and bless her heart did it. But, but, anyway, keep, but keep in mind that this was the first snatch game, so they didn't actually know what to expect. What to expect. Yeah. yeah. So I understand I don't I don't understand where Tyra was coming from. Like get over it. Like they're not gonna hate Yeah, but you. she's fucking cancelled anyway. She's a sack of shit. Did she what she get cancelled for? She was making like threats against other queens and stuff. Mm. Uh, Morgan McMichaels, obviously pink, flopped. Jujubee, Kamora Lee was like, eh, kind of funny. Sahara Davenport failed as Whitney failed. Houston. And then yeah. Jessica Wilde as RuPaul, actually quite liked. That was like uh, Trixie Mattel tried RuPaul, failed miserably. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but Jessica Wilde was actually quite funny. Uh, Tatiana, I actually forgot how much I loved her. I, uh, I don't know. She's a bitch, but I like it. <laughs> Choices. Choices. Thank you. Um, and in that one, they had mm. the heels in the suitcases. 
Do you remember yes. that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tyra would have gone home, I think, or at least would have lip synced, but she had the immunity that week. Yep. And then I watched the untucked as well for that episode mm-hmm. because I forgot how hard they go in it on untucked. Like they, in the first seasons, like now it's all like uplifting and you did great and go practice for mm-hmm. your lip sync. But then they were like, Raven was just reading everyone for filth. It was so funny. I loved it. And Tatiana gets called tired by Sonique mm-hmm. because she was wearing like that on the runway. She looked like a hooker. Like she had yeah. like a small purple purple mini skirt that was riding up as she was walking down the runway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it, and it made me sort of not like Raven a little bit even though I love Raven but she fat shamed yeah, but, a lot. Yeah, but Raven's changed since Oh, then. of course, of course, but, but I Raven was in that season was um, somebody uh, uh, was it Tatiana said, you know, you called me shit and she says I would never call you shit and then they go to the confessional and she's like her drag is shit. Her makeup is shit. <laughs> shit. She's just shit. Everything's shit. <laughs> but Raven, because Mystique went home the previous week, and oh, with that with that ridiculous version of like cowboy wear or cowgirl wear or something. But Raven fat shamed her at every possible point, which I didn't obviously like. But you know, I get it. They're on a show. It's it's where the shadiness, I guess, was created. But now it's less it's less shady than what it used to be, I feel. Um, That's and because then, the internet is so heavily involved now that yeah. all of that stuff goes viral because it was kind of just before the internet really exploded. So they could kind of still get away with it. Whereas now, it, it, as soon as it's out there, it goes all over the world and people will just cancel gigs. They'll yeah. just like... No one's going to be happy with them. We're just going to cancel the gig, you know. So they've got to be careful. They've got to be careful how they how they how they play out in the interwebiverse. I forgot how like awkward the suitcases were. Like they're just standing there holding these suitcases and like trying to. I'm just like, this just looks ridiculous. Who came? Who yeah. thought of this? <laughs> like, I don't know. Did they not do them the next season, or did they stick around the suitcases? I think they got rid of them. Good. Thank God. I still haven't watched season one since I first watched it because I just can't do that filter. Can't do it. Uh-uh. I thought I was going to have to watch it, but then I realized I didn't have Snatch Game until the second season. <clears throat> and then Tatiana wins as Brittany, which was, she was good. She was a good Brittany. Mm. But Pandora's um, Carol Channing was good. Raspberries. Raspberries. Yeah, it was, it was good. But I, yeah, I still think Tatiana got. Oh, yeah, Tatiana totally, totally deserved it and thought she was going to ride that into All-Stars, whichever one it was, where she did Ariana Grande. And she didn't do well. mm, No. No, she did not. Spoiler alert. She should have done something real different. Mm. Yeah, I think she was trying to recapture the magic. Because you thought thought Pandora Pandora Box. Yeah. Yeah. Because they always show Pandora doing the raspberries. Um, so I totally forgot the Tatiana one for Brittany. Totes forgot. And then Sonique went home. Bye, this, Sonique. This is free. Free Kylie. I have to say she looks better now than what she did. Because she was 
just starting the transition or was transitioning just after. So the hormones and all of that would have kicked in. Yeah. 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 But was she like the first trans, do you think? Technically, I believe so. Monica Beverly Hills was season five or six. Carmen Carrera was around season three or four. So, yes, and it probably would have been the first one. Yeah. So I don't think there was anyone in season one that mentioned mm, that they were transitioning. No, no, the big thing for season one was angina with the HIV revelation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. I think Sonic was the first one. Mm. And I loved how they had the little RuPaul updates during the episode. They're like, well, next on yeah. RuPaul. Yeah, but what I what I used to love that they got rid of was when they did the recap of the season before they went into the final episode. Yeah. And they'd get all of the other drag queens to comment on. Because I, I remember B commenting on um, Adore Delano in season six. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I hate you, you skinny bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love B. I love B too. Uh, but yeah, so I, I I used to like it when they did the the recaps before the the last episode. Um, they got rid of those, and I don't understand why. Because I, I don't thought understand that why. Great. But I was more disappointed that I'd have to wait another week for the final. Mm. Like, I, I'd rather them do a reunion. I'd still watch it. Yep, 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 yep. Like a lot of reality shows, they'll have the final episode, and then they'll do a reunion. And I like the reunion. It's fun. It's mm. when they all get to. Okay, well, you said this and you said this. and mm-hmm. But the confessionals are not what, like, they used to be at all. No. Like, no. I'm going to have to go back and watch all of Untucked because they are brutal. I started re-watching um, season nine. Why season nine? Because uh, I just randomly picked a season um, and I landed on season nine and I started watching it again with the Valentina. Valentina. I Valentina. do not want to take it off. I just finished that episode <laughs> earlier today. Yeah. I'll leave the I'd like to keep on, it on, please. please. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to keep it on, please. Um, yeah, so I started rewatching that. Um, so I just like to sometimes randomly choose a season. I tend to avoid seasons one, two, three, if I can. Although sometimes I, I have rewatched three because that was Willem's season. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to two. I'm gonna start all over again. I'm gonna make, but just you know avoid what? I, one at all costs. Yeah, avoid one. But you know what I don't like is that you have to watch two and then go to Untucked. Like you got to go back and forth. Yeah, that's why I, I wish they were just in succession. <laughs> mm. Mm. But yeah, so that was our yeah. drag segment this week. It was. Hopefully, we in. Short but sweet one. It is short but sweet, but you know, mm-hmm. we have lives. Mm-hmm. We have things. We to do, do have lives. We do. Some of us have got to go to Tasmania. Tasmania. So the local drag show is coming up every Wednesday from seven pm. Maxi Shield hosts the Big Fact Hunt trivia night at the Kings Cross Hotel. Notice I don't have to slow down to say that now because if you actually say it fast, it comes out naughty. We're back at Ginger's at the Oxford every Friday from 9pm. Maxi Shield in Jackie St. Hyde at the Fatty and Skinny Show. Also at Ginger's at the Oxford every Saturday night from 9pm. The Triple D's with Maxi Shield, Coco Jumbo and Jackie St. Hyde. We've also got Karen from Finance will be at the Factory Marrickville on the 24th of November from 8pm. Tickets are available on livenation.com.au. 
celebrating their silver jubilee. We have Vanity and Maxi Shield at the Maxi Shield features quite a lot. Mm. Um, Maxi Shield at the Beresford upstairs, 4th of December. Tickets are available through ITD events. They'll also be at Chase's Nightclub in Melbourne on December 2nd and in Mary Poppins in Adelaide on December 3rd. And we've got a new thing. I found this out the other day and I'm actually, I think I want to go. So for World Pride, uh, Taronga Zoo are having a drag gala. It's end of February. I'm in. Okay. So for World Pride, Taronga Zoo are having a drag gala with confirmed queens from RuPaul's Drag Race down under seasons one and two. So it's Karen from Finance, Kidamine, my girl, Spanky Jackson, Coco Jumbo, Electra Shock, Anaconda, Molly Poppins, plus <gasps> Carla from Bankstown, Hollywood Star, and Space Horse. You can get those tickets on Mosh Ticks. And you can actually just, it's, you can have a picnic experience where you just kind of sit on a rug or you can hire a chair, one of the chairs that you see at events that happen in parks. And you can just sit there and you're treated to a nice drag gala. Don't forget Hero Huggers by Rennie. Uh, just in time for Christmas, I actually saw on a Rennie's Insta the other day that for a very, very limited time only, you can actually get a percentage discount if you spend $35 or more and the hero huggers by Rennie, the great pillowcases that we have showed in previous episodes. If you're looking for something a little bit different, please uh, don't hesitate to go to hero huggers by Rennie on Etsy and get some fantastic uh, pillowcases that you can use as stocking stuffers. As I said, there is a percentage discount. And also while you're on Etsy, please go to the fabulous wonder mama's page where you can get her books, the ones on Etsy are actually the autographs ones. It's the fabulous story of Wonder Mama. It's okay to be me. The fabulous story of Wonder Mama and Parade Pandemonium. Please, these are great presents for kids. And considering the parliamentary antics of our fucking politicians, get these books to prove politicians wrong, that these are not people who are grooming people. They're not grooming children. They're just creating stories and they're creating dialogue. So that's it for our episode today. Don't forget to press like and subscribe on YouTube. We yeah. can't shift it from 24. Please hit the like and subscribe button. We'd actually really, we, we want to get it to 25. We want to get it to like 25 through. million. That's we want to get it to 25 million, but, but let's be honest. It's probably not going to happen. Like 250 <gasps> million is probably better. Yeah, that's better. Actually. Right. Okay. You said that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Drag Me Out Official. Uh, if you have a question, have a recommendation, you want to have a chat with us, you want, you're a drag queen and you want to reach out so we can have you on the podcast, don't forget to slide into our DMs and we will see you for the next episode. That's us. Bye.